dice out now. Game. Game. Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Checha, I'll be your DM for tonight, and the players with me tonight are Cora Hi. and Richard. Hey. Now, this is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. That said, we are not exactly starting the campaign on this episode. We can't just throw a bunch of people together and expect them to get things done. So, what we're doing instead is uh, sort of prequel episodes where the characters will meet each other. Now, before the characters meet each other, let the audience meet you. Cora, why don't you start? Tell us who you are, who you're playing. Hi, I'm Cora. I live in London. I'm playing Dekla Pekarova, who is a very kind of stoic half-orc monk who resists the ferocious nature of her race and embraces the meditative stance of the tradition. She uh, wears kind of simple brown monk robes and looks fairly old for a monk with uh, salt and pepper hair. She's very tall, six foot two, and has grey-green skin with green eyes. She has tattoos on her hands and a small scar on her lip. Great. So, Richard, how about you? Who are you and who are you playing? Hi, I'm Richard. I am playing Dawn, a tabaxi rogue. Um, Dawn is currently taking a gap year. He's studying at the University of Tarash, and he's really enjoying his studies. He really enjoys uh, magical artifacts. He's tall and rangy. He's got black and grey fur, and normally quite vibrant clothes. He is 24, making his way into the world. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So those are our characters that will be playing with us today. We'll meet the other characters in the other few episodes, but as for right now, let's just get into it. It's a nice late summer's day, about two years before the events of the main campaign. We find ourselves in the village of Shengumar, at the base of the Grand Evian Mountains. Dekla, the half-orc girl, played by Cora has been staying here for the past week or so, helping with the harvest. But today, seemingly out of nowhere, a bunch of archaeologists roll in, just after lunchtime. There's about ten of them, including a few students, one of which is the handsome tabaxi, Don, played by Richard. Don, you're on this trip because it's mandatory for your studies that you participate in at least one dig per academic year, as it constitutes 30% of the grade and you prefer to take one where at least the weather is somewhat warm. So your group has taken the transport circle from Taresh to Kanetir. The rest of your, the journey you've done on horseback. I assume we have wagons as well for all our equipment. Um, you, you have like one... Mule. Like the horse that carries all the equipment. Okay. Can be mule, but just like for the equipment. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Like a pack horse. Yeah, that that's... I, I didn't find a word. Anyways... Dekla, you are sitting at an outside table at the inn, having a glass of wine after lunch, and this weird academic caravan pushes the two remaining outside tables together, settles down around them, obviously tired after the journey. Uh, Don, you go to sit next to your buddies and you find there aren't enough chairs. That's okay. I will converse with each of my uh, companions who come along this trip. Everyone's a bit tired, it's been a long journey. Keep the spirits up, I wander around the outside of the table chatting to individuals or groups as it goes. Okay. Just to your buddies or to other patrons as well? Uh, just to my buddies at first. It's been a long day and we're getting them all settled in. And yeah. uh, asking things like, has anyone got any the maps of the area? Has anyone got the dig site? Who's in charge of which? Yeah, well, um, your professor who's in charge of the expedition currently isn't with you. She's gone to see... Uh... You're here because uh, she received the letter here, so she went to the sender to retrieve something that they mm -hmm. found. So yeah, you're sitting there, you're waiting for Professor Katya to return. The innkeeper comes by, asks you if you're going to order anything, or order something, I presume. Yes, yes. I assume the entire group will if it's around lunch. Yeah, okay, so... Dekla's just sitting there watching all of this happening. Judging? Probably not. Probably. She probably withholds judgment. At least, uh, or perhaps she just gives silent judgment. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, silent judgment is the best judgment. Anyways, yeah, you're so you're sitting there, you're waiting for the professor, the innkeeper comes back with your orders, just thank him, um, pushes yours into your hand because you know you're not sitting down. So I, I take it and flick out a claw and spear a piece of whatever's on and nibble at it delicately. Nice. And I look around, what sort of settlement is it? It's, it's a small farming village. It's nothing big, you know, a few houses, the inn, which is unnamed because it's the only inn in town, in the village, I should say. There's a schoolhouse that doubles as town hall and like everything else. There's probably not a church, it's probably like a shrine. Eventually a professor comes back and she walks up to Decla, actually. Uh, she's a short, middle-aged human woman. She walks up to you and she says Greetings, I'm Professor Katja Leban from the University of Tarish. We are conducting an archaeological expedition to the Orloka and we are in need of a guide. You see, we received a word at university that an artifact from pre-Saints time was found so we are going to explore the area to see if we can find anything else that can further our understanding of the area. We were going to hire a ranger from this village but apparently he hasn't returned from the mountains yet so instead I was going in your direction I'm told you are familiar with the mountains and would like to ask you if you'd like to be be our guide well and don't worry it's a, it's a paid gig I'm I'm not asking you to do it for free I can put this under travel expenses you want to go into the mountains well yes like I said there's been an artifact found from what we assume was pre-saints era due to the markings and if you don't stop her she's gonna go on a bit because she's a nerd <laughs> yeah, she'd probably like sit there, listen to the whole thing, and just like not listen to any of the nonsense, but not interrupt her. Eventually, she has to stop to catch her breath, <laughs> and you assume that that's a good point to cut in. That's not really something I'm familiar with, but I think I could certainly give you a hand. I do know the mountains quite well, but they are dangerous. Is there anything? How many people are you taking? Well, there's about ten of us, and don't worry, we have our own uh, guard with us. She points to a human fighter at the table, human woman, young-ish. Give her a nod. She nods back at you, kind of raises her cup at you a bit. Very well. I don't want you to get hurt. I suppose I'll do my best, and good luck. Thank you. Okay, so, what'd you say, group? Should we go right now? And the whole table collectively groans, (laughs) because you're all tired. I will jump to the professor's aid, going, Come on! We're already on the move. If we stop now, it'll only be harder to start again later. And one of the students, Andrea, who's a half-elf, she says, Come on, Don, not you as well. We're all tired. We've been on the road the whole day. Come on. Just let us rest. You can set up camp in the mountains. It'll be fine. Yes, yes, if we hurry, we can get there by sundown, probably. And then think, you won't, we won't have to wake up early tomorrow. We won't have to pack everything up tomorrow. We'll already be there. All our stuff will be there. And we won't lose a day, because we only have funding for a week, remember? That too. Come on, guys, I sort of go around the table, start pushing people up. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to make a check for that, and, uh, like, you're, it's gonna have to be high, because, uh... Could that be, uh, persuasion? Yes. Okay. Um, that's an 11 plus 6. Prisma 2. Yeah. Um, so 17. 17, okay, that's high. And everybody's sort of rolls their eyes and they're like, can we at least finish lunch? Fine, you can finish lunch. Just like... Yeah, and the professor is just like, uh, sighs deeply, you know, kind of weirdly. Like, okay, okay, but you know, then we... If, if we wait that long, we might not make it up the mountain in time. I will take the Professor by the arm and go, uh, Professor, should we get you some food as well? You two have been traveling. Come on, sit down. There you go. Pat, pat, pat. Again, there's uh, eight chairs at the table and there's uh, ten people. I'm sure one of them would get up for their uh, esteemed Professor. I mean, there are more chairs at other tables. I look around to see an empty table or... One which is clearly not occupied by as many people as there are chairs. Well, there's one right next to you. A half-orc woman is sitting there. Oh, the press has been talking to uh, I turn around, um, make to grab a stool, realize someone's sitting there, and like... Like Dekla is sitting at the table. You're a brand new half-orc guide. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're not using these, are you? Plenty of room here. Thank you very much. Um, I'm Dawn, by the way. I... Sorry, I don't think I got your name. Decla. Ah, pleasure to meet you, pleasure to meet you. Um, guys, guys, just settle down here, try not to disturb too much. I sit down and I turn to Declan and go, 
Um, so you're our guide. Um, have you been? Have you lived here long? Do you, do you know the mountains well? In this village, you've only been for like two weeks. Like you've been traveling around a bit, you know, helping whenever you can, earning a bit of money. So right now it's harvest time, and so you've been uh, in this village helping with the harvest just a week or two, not long. I've only been in this village for a week or so. I spend a long time in the mountains. I know my way around. Ah, I see, I see. Solitude, peace and quiet. Yes. Ah, yes. Some of the finer things in life, and I adjust the small little golden spectacles which are on the bridge of my nose. Not too much reading in the mountains. What are in the mountains? Have you found anything interesting? Do you have any stories to tell? I have met wild beasts. I have looked after them sometimes. Every year, the world changes, and watching that, Gives you insight. But the world changes minute by minute, surely? That's true. But each year is as a heartbeat in the mountain, with new streams and rivers pumping fresh water down below. I sort of turn my gaze up to the mountains like I'm taking in what she's saying, and then look back and go, if you say so, and I bow slightly. Um, It's not really for me, I'm more of a city cat, but... What can you do? Quite hustle and bustle. It seems very empty out here. Okay. So this uh, conversation goes on for a bit or it doesn't. Like, that depends on... Uh, maybe it's more of a I talk, you listen thing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Decker's very taciturn. Okay, so, you know, you've uh, finished with your lunch and it's taken longer than Professor Katya would have liked. <laughs> so uh, she's like, hurrying everyone up like hurry up hurry up we still have to make it up the mountain we don't want to travel in the dark and um you're getting the idea that uh, maybe some in the caravan are uh, intentionally stalling for those that i think as i'm sort of uh hustling people along i'll introduce a sharp claw to a certain backside if i think people aren't moving quick enough <laughs> come on come on sooner started sooner ended off we go that's an intimidation Intimidation. Okay. Um, 18. You do this to um, the other professor in the caravan, in the group. Um, Oops, got a bit enthusiastic. Younger professor uh, doesn't have tenure yet. And he's like, okay, okay. No, you know what? They're right. We only have funding for a week. The sooner we start, the sooner we'll get there, the more we can dig up in the time we have. So, uh, yeah, everybody, let's just finish up and let's go. And everybody kind of groans, but. They finish up, you pay uh, at the inn, and then you're off on your way. It's a few hours up the mountain. By the time you make it there, it's already dark. You have the human fighter. You have Her name is Ivana. Uh, she's sort of looking out for the group. Like All students have some basic self-defense training, but you know you can't rely on that. So the university actually has to deal with a Marquez that a town guard would be assigned to any one expedition. If you want more, you have to hire your own, which does not happen simply because the university doesn't like giving out money. So Ivana is your guard for the <laughs> trip. But yeah, nothing nothing really jumps out at you. Nothing really happens on the way up there. You get there. There's a short cliff face and it's a small cave entrance. And if you look closely, you can sort of see low remains of a wall structure in front of the cave entrance. And the uh, professor is like, all right, we're here. Let's set up camp and then let's go right to work. And um, yeah, you set up camp. And once you're set up, Professor Katya actually has to be talked down from just going to town with a shovel. <laughs> She's like, well, at least we should do something. Like, can't we at least do sketches? And everyone's like, no, it's dark. Come on. We've been walking all day. Let's. We've been riding up all day. Let's just... <laughs> Professor, we don't want to be... Uh... Throwing and wielding tools about in dark, the insurance premiums would be unacceptable. Make a persuasion. <laughs> oh, only 11. Oh, right, you're right. You're right, you're right. Okay, all right. Okay, no, no, you, you, I see your point, I see your point. Oof. Yeah, if we if we lose any insurance on this, so I'll, I'll never get funded again. Exactly. Yes. Exactly, yes. yes, yes. Now, come on, have some tea and let's go, all go to bed and we can get a good fresh start tomorrow. Yeah, maybe oh, maybe we could at least do some preliminary sketches. And um, the other professor, Professor Tonchi, who's a halfling, uh, he's like, no, it's it's too dark now, and uh, we we don't want to risk uh, ruining uh, ruining the side by not seeing where we're stepping. And she's like, okay, okay, then then first thing tomorrow, okay, first thing tomorrow. Yes, of course, first thing tomorrow, professor. I make a very good tea for the nerves. 
I think that would be a fantastic idea. Thank you. Okay, so you give her the tea and uh, you settle down and um, uh, you go to sleep. Uh, Ivana stays out on watch, you know, just in case some bear happened to walk out of somewhere. Like if uh, others can join watch if they want, but it's not required. If it's all possible, uh, Dawn is going to sleep on a level that is above everybody else. <laughs> like, if there's any trees around, he'll probably sleep up a tree. If there's, like, a raised bit of rock for higher up than what the rest are sleeping on, he'll sleep on that. Well, it's high enough where um, it, it isn't thick forest. Like, already the base of the mountain was at a high altitude, you mm-hmm. know, but um, then you also ascended quite a bit. Quite a bit. So it's mostly just, it isn't thick forest around here. It's like brush and um, scarce spruce trees. That's fine. That's fine. So yeah, you can sleep up a spruce tree. You could potentially sleep on the remain of the wall, but that might anger the professor. (laughs) (laughs) I considered that, but no. (laughs) Like, your grade depends on this. (laughs) (laughs) Also, he has some appreciation for antiquity. Well, yes. Decla, you where do you sleep and and we're special or do you just sort of plop down or probably sleep uh under a blanket, under a brush. They'll be up here for a week and then you're also expected to lead them down the mountain, so mm-hmm. you're kinda you're supposed to stay with them for the time being. Yeah, I I, I mean like I like shove myself under a bush. But I, I would definitely uh take a watch about halfway through the night. Yeah, okay, so like halfway through the night, Ivana wakes you up. You set up watch. You um, throw some logs into the fire, and yeah, it goes like peacefully. I was gonna say on the way up, you met everyone, so you know everyone's names. Not important, but yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> you know everyone who is on this uh, expedition. Like Don, you knew them from before, but Declan, you know who everyone is as well. Okay, so next morning, like first light, Professor Katya emerges from her tent. Banging two pots together. Okay, wakey, wakey, time to wake up. We have a big day of digging and archaeology in front of us. Come on, wake up. Breakfast time. Whether or not you wanted to sleep more, can't. She wakes you up. Uh, no, I, I, I get up and get moving. I'm quite excited for this. Anyway, yeah, you have breakfast and then she's like, Okay, now, uh, let's set up tasks. First, we have to do the sketches, right? We have our friend Yohona here. She'll be the sketch artist for this trip. So, uh, anything interesting you find, you call out to her. Now, teams. Let's set up teams. Uh, you two, you go check out that part of the wall. The other two go check out that part of the wall. And she's pointing around and, um, yeah, she's, she gives everyone their tasks. My eyes are firmly locked on the cave entrance until she says anything to me. Yes, because you're kind of taller than her and you're standing behind her. She uh, then, oh, wait, is that everyone? That isn't everyone. And she turns around and she sees you. Oh, right, Dawn. Oh, quick, quick, Gretchen, don't mean to be racist. Can you see in the dark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I say after a long, slow blink. Right, then you go check out the cave. I don't want to bring in any torchlight, you know. I don't want to destroy anything that might be on the ceiling. Any history that's been there survived for the ages. I nod very so- solemnly at this and go, Of course, Professor, I will see to it. Right, right, uh... Oh, somebody should go with you. Oh, what if there's something in there? Um, Ivana. Where's Ivana? Oh. oh, wait, she can't see in the dark. Does anybody here in this camp see in the dark? She feels a tap on her shoulder. <laughs> yeah, she turns around. There's an, a half orc there standing with stuff in her hand. <laughs> oh, right. Do, do you see in the dark? Yes. All right, then. I know you're not officially part of this expedition, but... I don't want to send my students into a nano place by himself, so you look like a strong girl. Why, why don't you accompany him? I do not see a problem with this. I will look after him. All right, perfect. Okay, off you go. Off you go. And um, everybody gets set on their tasks. Like the outside team puts like like marks the their own squares where they're gonna start the dig, and the two of you you walk inside. Oh, it puts up, like, a grid and... Yeah, yeah, the grid. Like, four by four squares, and by four by four, I mean four meters. And um, they start first removing the rocks, and they go on about their archaeology business. Two of you? As we're heading down the cave entrance, I'll look at Deglinger. Should we be expecting anything but 
maybe an unfortunate encounter with a wild animal. I'll say, looking at the staff. Do I think there's anything like that? I mean... Yeah, roll me a nature. Okay. I'm not very smart at all. <laughs> Still. That is a five. <laughs> Oof. I rolled a six. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy! Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh dear. I mean, you've seen a lot of things in your time. It could really be anything. I just kind of shrug and use the staff as a walking stick and just follow you. Oh, good. The strong silent type. <laughs> and I just waltz into the cave. Okay, so you walk in. The cave opens into a round natural room, about 15 meters big. There's a layer of dust and debris on the ground, and towards the back you see a stone slab. It's a grey sort of stone cavern. Is there any inscriptions on the walls or anything? I mean, roll me an investigation. Investigation. Uh, 15. 15. Um, there's not really anything on the walls, but as you near the stone slab, you can see carvings on that. You can see uh, carvings on the stone slab, which is about uh, 3 meters by 1 meter big. And like uh, a meter off the ground. Is it supported, or is it all one single block? No, it's just a slab. It's a block. Okay. Does it look like it has a lid? Mm-mm. Um, okay, I investigate the uh, characters on it. Well, it's not really character. It's not written. It's a uh, hard relief. Mm-hmm. It depicts a woman with her tits out, quiver, and bow across her torso. Her hands are raised. She has long hair. On the left side of her, there's an eagle in flight. On the other side, there's a pack of dogs. Hmm. I stroke my whiskers, looking at her going, Some sort of hunting deity? Could be. Hmm. I will call Declan. Have you seen anything like this before? I don't think I have, have I? Roll me history. Oh, wow. Another minus one. <laughs> uh, that's a six. <laughs> no. Um, have I seen anything like it before, GM? Roll. Just history? History and or religion. Okay, it's the same. 13 plus 3 is... 16. You recall something from your research? Something about a goddess of the hunt? You don't remember what she was called, but she's one of the old gods? Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that it's about a hunting goddess... Do I have any idea what this chamber and this slab would be for? Like, would it be used for preparation? Oh. No, I don't. Mm. Okay. No, did... No, sorry, I forgot. There are two openings to the back of the cavern. Either side of the slab? No, not not in the side of the slab, in the side of the cavern, in the cave wall. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. You would see that when you... Well, maybe not when you walked in, because I don't know how far your dark vision goes, but... Um, 60. Yeah, no, you'd see the entire cavern. Maybe not from the entrance, but like once you're standing in the middle of it, you'd see the entire cavern, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a big cavern. I mean, you only have light from the entrance, and if it's at the back, it's going to be hidden in shadow, even if you do have dark vision, so. Yeah, but yeah, now that you're in, like, this stone slab is towards the back. Is there anything around the um, entranceways to the back of the cavern? Where the, where the holes are? Not really. I mean, it's uh, just, you know, dust and debris. Okay. Um, if there's nothing more interesting to find on the uh, stone slab, my attention will quickly fix onto the uh, holes in the back of the cave. Yeah, Dekla's just kind of standing in the middle of the room, trying not to touch anything. <laughs> Dekla, do me a perception. Because like, he's paying close attention to the walls. You're just standing, looking around. Maybe something will catch your attention. Oh, no. <laughs> I finally do something I'm not awful at, and I roll a natural two, so that's a four. Oh, that's a real interesting ceiling. <laughs> yes. Curved. Nice. Interesting. Aren't there stalactites in the caves? Usually not in this one. Hmm. Weird. Oh well. What's the cat doing? Yeah, so uh, you go to check out the openings. Absolutely. Which one? I go to the one on the left. The one on the left. It's a narrow cavern. Curves off to the left. It's about six meters deep. Mm-hmm. Maybe two or three meters wide. And in the middle of it is a small basin of water under a stalactite. Looks like the basin was built there. Mm -hmm. And as you walk in further, you see a dead body behind the basin. What sort of dead? Is it a mummified dead? Is it a still moist dead? Is it a fresh dead? Um, Roll me medicine. It's not mummified, but like, if you want to know how old it is, it's 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 not really fresh either. 
10. No idea. It's been a while. It's uh, it's not ancient. It's uh, like the clothes are still on. It's. I will uh, slip around the side of the basin and go to the body, and I will scrutinize it before I touch anything. Yeah, uh, roll me. Um, what um, if you're just looking then um, perception? Perception. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, it's kind of a narrow, angled face. Um. I think it's probably elf. It's probably some kind of elf. His clothes are still intact. Any sort of crests or um, coat of arms or anything like that? Not that you can see, but um, the clothes, like, you're a pansy kitty, you know what fashion trends are currently, and you haven't seen this kind of fashion anywhere recently. Mm. So, Does it suit him, though? That is the question. <laughs> I mean, it's a skeleton. Yeah, but if, you, if if something works when you're dead, then, I mean, that's one of the most enduring things, no? <laughs> You think it probably looked better when it had muscle to support it? Ah, uh, good point. I immediately then completely forget about the um, fashion part of it and start... Po- uh, is there like a bag or anything? Yes, it has a satchel. No. I flip open the satchel with a, with the point of one of my daggers. Nothing springs out of it. Okay, I will lift up the lift of the satchel and have a look inside. Okay, inside um, is sort of a book. You think it's probably a journal. And you find six electron pieces and an empty flask that's engraved with a symbol of a spider. Book, empty flask. The flask is engraved with a spider. Yeah, and six pieces of electrum, which is a sort of currency. Okay, that's fine. One electrum is half gold. Oh, gnarly. Five silver, half gold. Okay, I will make a quick sketch of the way I found the body in the bag, otherwise I would never hear the end of it from the professor. Yes. And then I will call in, uh, I can go, my stoic friend, um, you better come have a look at this. Yeah, she would have been watching him like play with this stuff, as far as she's concerned. <laughs> so she would, yeah, she would come in quite quickly and just like, you, you needed me. Uh, we've got a body here. Not old, not new, that sort of weird bit in the middle. Uh, yes, I, I see that. Could you uh, go tell the professor, and I'll finish off this sketch that I'm doing. Mm, okay. There is a sketch artist with you, should you want to, but you don't have to, just just saying it's an option. Yeah, the professor can bring them if she wants. I am here, and I'm probably a better artist than, than the sketch anyway. Sketch artist is an art student. It's cheaper to just let the art students do it for extra credit than it is to actually hire a... <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm sure the art student is far better, but Dawn doesn't think so. Uh-huh, okay, 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 I see. Yeah, okay, cool. Um. So, yeah, he sends you to go get the professor. Yeah, I'd go get the uh, loud, non-halfling professor. <laughs> yeah, Professor Katya. Yeah. I swipe the electrum. Of course. As I do. As you do. And I will start leafing through the journal. Yeah, it's only a few pages filled in, actually. Like, maybe one or two pages. Maybe three. And it's written in a language you don't understand. Oh. Well, I'm sure someone around here will. I set it aside. And I examine the uh, flask with the spider engraved on it. Um, I give it a sniff. Do I reckon anything was in it before? Yes. Yes, but you think it wasn't exactly airtight, so it probably evaporated during this time. But um, the the smell is um, familiar. Roll me, roll me Arcana. I mean, I don't know if you would be familiar with it, possibly, but still. Uh, well, I got a natural twenty, so probably. Oh yeah, no, you've you've chugged this thing. Uh, <laughs> you've chugged a lot of this thing. No, you haven't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might have chugged some of it. <laughs> You've had it before, and uh, your sense of smell is very strong. So yeah, it used to be a healing potion. Okay. Knowing this now, um, I look at the body again. Does there seem to be any sort of stab wounds on it? I mean, it's a skeleton. I know, but I'm talking more in the clothes. Are there any rips? Not really. Uh, roll me, roll me investigation. Uh, nine plus five, fourteen. Fourteen. Well, now that you're. Like, specifically looking for something like that, you kind of move it around and you actually find an arrowhead on the ground. And it's made of glass. Glass? Mm-hmm. Very weird. I pick it up, turn it towards the light. Make me another roll. I was about to say, have I seen anything like this before? No. Is this Arcana or History? 
Arcana. Uh, seven, twelve. Yeah, you think it's probably not magical. Like, you don't seem to find anything magical about it. Hmm. Um, I put it next to the uh, journal and the used healing potion. Check the bag, make sure there's nothing in it. No, that was it, like... No uh, second pockets or anything? No, you find some lint, um, some... Ah, <laughs> oh, precious lint! You know, some uh, some dust of, like, mushroom stuff that you don't know what it was used for, but... You know, when you have uh, tobacco in your uh, bag and you sometimes spills, a bit of it spills out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's sort of like that, it reminds you of that, or, or does it? I don't know. It does, and I take my pipe out, pack a bit in, and light it up. Like, it's not, it's just, you know, it's a little bit, it's just like mm-hmm. a pinch of it at most. No, I don't take it and put it into my pipe. I take my own tobacco and put it into my pipe, just so we're clear. Okay, because I was like, <laughs> you're going to just stick some strange... I don't know what this is, but I'm going to smoke it. Substance did you just find? No, it's not one of those trips. So having looked at the body, I then examined the basin. Yeah, um... I mean, around this time, you hear from the outside uh, distressed noises of a middle-aged professor. In here, professor. Don't worry. What do you mean there's a body? How do you mean you found a body? Like, what What? What killed him? What died? Who? How long? Was, who is it? Is it dangerous? It's not dangerous. It's, it's perfectly this, this safe. Could, this could lose me my funding. This could lose me funding. <sighs> oh, God, there's a corpse in yes, there. Yes, it's very dead, though. Don't worry. It's been that way. The important oh, thing is, professor, good. the important thing is... Do you recognize yes, this language? Yes. And I shove the journal in her pants. Oh, and she looks at it and she's like, um, oh, yes, yeah, yes. Hold on, I, I don't understand it, but um, check this. And she uh opens her her own satchel and she pulls out an orb and she compares the writings on the orb to um uh writing in the journal. And she's like, you see, this orb was found by a shepherd in the spring. That's why we're here, because this was found, and this, this is undercon. This, this indicates, this, this indicates the pre, pre-saint's time, because that's... Well, it's good to have correlation, isn't it? I cut her off before she can ramble too much more. It seemed the fellow had a healing potion on him as well, which seems to have faded to dust in the time he's been here. GM, have I seen the uh, orb before? Do I know that's what brought us here? She probably mentioned it. I don't think you've like seen it okay. because she she told you that you know you're here because an artifact was found. You assume that's the artifact. Gotcha. It's, it's not like she's been showing it, or maybe she has. I, I'm not sure. She's a nerd. She'd be excited about showing it. Yeah, you've probably seen it because she's been showing it to you. Also, Dawn would make a point of knowing what it was just because, really. <laughs> No, she, she's been showing it to you on the way up here. Like, you assume that's the thing she went to pick up in the village. Gotcha, gotcha. When, when she left you a bit. Um, I then take the arrowhead and hold it up and go, have either of you seen anything like this before? Uh, it's a glass arrowhead. And the professor says, just her glasses a little bit. And she's like, I, I don't believe I have. I, I, I think I've come across it in my research, but... Uh, Oh, I, c- I couldn't. I couldn't tell you right now. It's uh... Declan. Any ideas? Have I seen it or heard of it? I mean, what would they teach you? At the... Nothing at all like this. I don't think glass weaponry was really a topic. No. So I mean, certainly not like ranged. You don't know. Like you probably recognize that it's an arrowhead because of the shape, but other than that, useless to me. Hmm. Does it look like it's of particularly good quality, or is it just a standard piece of scrap? I mean, would you have enough knowledge about weaponry to know that? Uh, that is a fair point. Probably not. I'll say you can't tell for sure. I, I have no idea. Alright. I'm not even gonna make a roll for it because I don't know what that would fall under, so I'm just gonna say you, you don't have enough knowledge to know about it. Fair enough. I give it all over to the professor for her safekeeping. I go, um, shall we investigate the right-hand tunnel? We haven't been down there yet. And without waiting for an answer, I just walk out the cave and walk towards the uh, right-hand tunnel. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I got ahead of myself. Was there anything on the basin? Or in the basin? Or was it just a carved basin? There's water in the basin. It's like a small basin, like less than a meter in diameter. And every minute or so, a drop of water drips down from the stalactite above it. Okay. But it doesn't seem to have overflowed at all. No, you think it's slow enough that it uh, evaporates before it can do that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Yeah, in that case, I will swan off to the right-hand side tunnel then. 
Professor Katya stays behind. She's doing some more investigating on the basin. Decla, would you do you stay with Professor? Do you? No, I'd be, uh, I'd be following Dawn. Yeah, so you just walk right into the cave then, the other, the right cave. I mean, I'm taking care. I'm not just swanning in there blindly, but yeah. The opening curves uh, off to the right into a cavern, which is about five meters in diameter. And uh, you kind of look carefully around the corner and you see two weird, large purple mushrooms. And the one that's closer to you seems a bit smaller. I will turn to my uh, guide and say, have you encountered any purple mushrooms? I've not done too much of the underground exploring. Not seen anything like this. <laughs> hmm. Do you reckon they're safe to approach? As I stroke my whiskers. Roll me something. Um, nature. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah. He's asking you. Yeah, but <laughs> he also doesn't know if he uh, knows anything. That is a 15. I mean, they look like mushrooms. Uh, I mean, it's it's weird that they're here and it's, you haven't seen any purple mushrooms. And you haven't seen mushrooms that large. The largest mushroom you saw was uh, one... A stump mushroom that was like uh, two kilos big. It was like a mutant mushroom, but these are like two meters high. I've never seen any mushrooms quite like these, but uh, I suppose they could be poisonous. Could be anything. They look so much fun, but I suspect they wouldn't be good. Maybe, you know, hmm. treat them with caution. That is an excellent idea. I go into the cave, but I like stick to the edges away from the mushrooms. See what's in the cave. I mean, it's a pretty small cave. Uh, Five meters. The mushrooms aren't... How wide are the mushrooms? They occupy one square. Okay. And, uh, yeah. When you step in from the smaller one, four large stalks burst out of the central mass, and they reach towards you. Shit. Roll me an initiative. Uh, 23. Uh, wow, 10. <laughs> well, actually, you go first. You see the four stalks burst out of the central mass. They're going right at you. What do you do? Uh, I get out of the cave. I, I run, run. I, I'm not dealing with this. No, no, thank you. Um, with a scrabble of um, claws and that sort of like galloping motion that cats sometimes make before they finally get their feet and take off, I dart out of the cave and like, come on, this way. Wow. Okay, um, next one, Dekla. Um, I guess I'm gonna like back off, but like stand in like the entranceway to this to this room and just kind of watch what's happening. Can't you hear uh, Professor Katya uh, scream like, "What? What? What's going on there? What's happened?" Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um, I cut my hand and call back over my shoulder. Nothing, Professor. It's okay. Don't worry. Is something going on? And she goes out of the left cavern. I assume I can't see her doing that. I don't know where you ran to. Uh, I do. I ran a behind the monk and b probably to like the kink in the corridor because you said it went off to our right, so the kink to the left. Um, and I probably went around that, but not into the main cavern. Uh huh. I mean, you know, it's right there. Like the the corridor is like there's not a lot of corridor. It's just you're right around the corner. Um. Okay. So this mushroom, like it's still reaching out its tendrils toward. Wait, Dekla, did you say you moved or you're right there? Uh, I'm kind of like blocking the entrance to the uh, mushroom area, so I'll probably, you know, be right in the line of fire as it were. Yeah, and you see the the bigger mushroom behind it also animates, and um, also st- four stalks burst out of that one. So the one that's closer to you, the smaller one, is gonna. It actually, you see, it's got sort of tiny stumps uh, on the bottom, and it starts moving towards you, and it's gonna slap out with uh, three of. Its tendrils does an 18 hit. Wow, yes. Okay, um, does a 4 hit. No. Okay, uh, does a 12 hit. Uh, no. You manage to block off two of the tendrils, but the third one uh, sort of bitch slaps you across the face and uh, feels sort of your strength drained from that area and you lose four hit points. Okay. Okay, uh, Don, it's your turn. Was it just the professor that came in or did other people uh, join her when I sent the monk to get her? No, just the professor, but um, like she's standing right, right behind you, and she she sees there's commotion going on. So uh, I sort of usher away and back into the main cabin, going there, there, professor. It's okay. Could you do us a favor, and could you get us Ivana, uh, please? She's like shocked, and she's like, yes, yes, right away, and she darts off. Excellent. Thank you so much. I sort of watch her grow with like a frozen expression, and then turn and dive. Back down the door. Okay, well, that's your action then. Or, wait, 
you then use a volume movement for that. Uh, how wide is this tunnel? Is it only one abreast? Uh, it's like one square. Okay, so I take it I can't get past uh, Declan. Um, you can push her to the side. If- uh, I won't for now, but just for maybe next time. So, Declan, it's your turn now. How close is the closest uh, mushroom creature? It's like ten feet away from you. Yeah, I guess I'll just go up to it and <laughs> give it the old uh, one-two with my with my quarterstaff. Wow! Go ahead. Oof, that's a seven. Wow! Which is really awful. And um, no? Uh, not necessarily. Oh, okay. You hit it. They're very big and very clumsy. They they have basically no decks. Well, they they are plants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that is seven bludgeoning. Okay. Cool, that's your first attack? Yes, it is. And I'll use my bonus action to, let's say, give it a whack, uh, like a karate chop on the head. Or top, I suppose. That is a ten. That hits. My rainbow dice. That is a four bludgeoning for an unarmed attack. You manage to hit it right in the spot, right in the top. It's mm, it's not really a, a top like, you know, the mushroom half circle thing. It's more like the oval up, if you, if you, if you know what I mean. But yeah, you manage to uh, karate chop right through it and you leave a super big gash. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's uh, gross. Its tendrils are still reaching towards you. And the uh, other one is also gaining up. It also has the tiny nubs at the bottom and it's using it to inch forward a bit. So it's getting closer. So it's gross, but it also has cute little feet. I guess. <laughs> Okay, um, it's the mushroom's turn. So uh, you're right in its face, so uh, it's going to try to get rid of you. Uh, and another three tendrils uh, fly towards you. Uh, does a 10 hit your AC? No. No, okay. Dodge out of the way. Does a 13 hit your AC? No. Okay, um, does a 16 hit your AC? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So um, again, you uh, manage to uh, move away from the incoming tendrils, but the third one manages to get you right in the arm, and you lose another three hit points. Okay, wow. Yeah, the other mushroom is trying to reach you, but the first one is kind of in the way, and it's having a real hard time reaching around it, so... Well, I mean, that's good, because I don't have many hit points left. Okay, so um, top of the round, Dawn, your turn. Can I hear Ivana coming? Yes, you think she'll be here next round, like, mechanically speaking. I will sort of look down the cave entrance to where Ivana is, look back down the tunnel to where um, my companion is fighting the mushrooms. It's like, mm-hmm. And I sort of look at what I'm wearing, wonder if I can give it up or not, and then just, oh, yes, fine, the paperwork if she died. <laughs> and I rush and help her. <laughs> Such a brave character. Um, I will, um, out of the folds of the robe, Dawn whips out a short sword and starts uh, chopping at the mushroom. Go ahead. So 10 plus, uh, that's 17 on the first. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I figure. And I, for the two weapon wielding, I get another attack, but that was without any of the proficiencies, yes? Yes. Right. That was a seven. Still hit. Okay. Wait. Actually, you know what? You hit real hard. Just roll me a damage, because uh, I'm guaranteeing you. It was uh, three penetrating damage, unless I add my dex modifier to the damage dice. Yeah, I think you also add the dex, but anyways, you don't have to, because you uh, pierce your blade right through its oval purple top, and it's, the tendrils just sort of wave around and flop down. Congratulations, you just killed a mushroom. I eat it and grow to twice my previous size. <laughs> It's the mushroom's turn, and right now you're in front of the class, so um, does a 15 hit your AC? Nope. Okay, so the first tendril doesn't hit you. The second does a 5 hit your AC? No. No, also no. Okay, so you you just kind of duck under the two tendrils and... I don't want to get my waistcoat dirty. <laughs> We're we're back we're back on top of the initiative, and at this point you see Ivana run in the cave after you. I say, oh... Thank you, at last, and I disengage. Well, it is your turn, so you can disengage if you want. I will. The professional's here, and I uh, stow my short sword. Okay, so if that's all you do, the ne- next up is Ivana. Well, I mean, she... Well, hit it then! She has a spear, and she um, rushes in, and she kind of jams her spear towards the mushroom. She rolls a nine, and she hits for uh, five damage. 
and then it's the mushrooms term and, and now that uh, Ivana's in front of it it's gonna focus on Ivana I'm gonna again burst two tendrils at her the exact other two that didn't previously attack you and the tendrils are both first one hits the, the other one doesn't tendrils hit Ivana and she she kind of shivers a bit you kind of see her going pale on the spots where it hit her and we're back at the top of the initiative it's Dawn's turn has Cora gone? No, you're right. Sorry, I skipped you. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah, um, you know, I was out here playing with myself and I just kind of forgot about you. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think what I would do is go up to the mushroom and just kind of distract it and help Ivana to attack. Because um, I accidentally did it so that you went last. That means uh, you're not in any real danger as of right now. Anyways, it's done. It's your turn again. Okay, uh, if those two are busy distracting it, um, I'm just... I sort of roll my eyes in exasperation at the fact they're taking so long, and I slip around the back and sneak attack it. Can do, because it's... uh, Yeah, okay, go. Attack. First, a two plus seven is nine. Does that hit? Yes, it hits. Okay. They have very low AC. They're squishy mushrooms. Yeah, they're big and clumsy. It's very difficult not to hit them. Uh, eight damage in total. Ooh. Nice. Damn, son. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. So yeah, you uh, stab the mushroom. Yeah, you stab it through the stalk. It actually your pierces out on the other end. You pull it back and the slow dribble of mushroom juice dribbles down where you hit it. Uh, second strike? Oh, you have another strike. Well, I have two weapons. You have two weapons, you're right. Bonus action. Uh, I rolled a seven plus. Yeah, it, it hits. Yeah. Oh, and I rolled a six on the uh, damage dice. Does it count as um, sneak attack for the second strike? I don't think it does, does it? I'm going to go ahead and say no. We might have to retcon it in future episodes, but uh, as of right now, I'm going to say no, it's not a sneak attack. No, that's fine. It's hard to sneak when you've stabbed them already. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah, that was another load of six damage. And you uh, slash it with the other short sword, sort of goes uh, sideways across the top down to the stalk, and uh, the tendrils that were sort of flailing around just kind of wiggle out and fall down. And congratulations, you've killed another mushroom. And you got out of it unscathed, bravo. I have people to do that sort of work for me. (laughs) I wipe off the short swords and sort of stow them away in my robes. And I will look around the room. Okay, you see that these mushrooms were growing out of a skeleton. Two skeletons, actually. One of them looks like a large beast. The other uh, looks human. Um, I examine the skeletons. Examine the skeletons. Roll me nature medicine. Like, both of you can do that if you're looking at the skeletons. Um, Ivana's just sort of standing back, just like, what the fuck was that? Uh, I got a 12. I've been rolling so badly on all of the skills today. I got a 7 on medicine, but I rolled a 3. <laughs> Actually, I'd, I'd let you roll nature for it, like, if it's better. No, my nature is minus 1. And medicine is better? Didn't you, like, used to live in the mountains? Yeah, but I, I've got survival. I don't have nature. Right. And I'm really dumb. <laughs> really, really, really dumb. Even if I was trained in nature, I would only have a plus one. Still. How much did you roll again? I didn't. I rolled three. Yikes. Uh, plus four, so seven. One of the skeletons sure does have sharp teeth. <laughs> mm. uh, the other uh, skeleton, what What did you roll, Don? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, one of the skeletons is a humanoid, the other is probably a bear. All the beasts look similar when they're a skeleton, but you think it's probably a bear? Interesting. Why do you think the mushrooms are growing out of them? Was it something they ate, maybe? And also, they look like, well, I don't want to say ancient, but like, dead for a long time. Okay. But the the clothes on the humanoid are still fresh. Like, fresh. Not like, out of the dryer fresh, but like, you know, not... They're not rags or anything. Yeah. Hmm. That is very strange. I have a little look through the clothes. Okay. Roll me an investigation. Uh, As I'm doing this, I'm sort of muttering to myself, do you reckon the mushrooms fed on them? Like, this one hasn't been dead for very long. Um, And that was an investigation. That was a 19. Oh, yeah. On the human, you find um, seven silver pieces, uh, three copper pieces, a basic short sword, a basic short bow with 12 basic arrows, um, and a hunting knife that's got, like, burned into the handle. It's got a symbol. It's a stag with a dagger. A hunting knife. 
And you also find a small glass orb, like dif- different from the one the professor was showing you, smaller for one. But yeah. More symbols and more glass. And the, the other's orb wasn't glass, it was, it was metal. Let's say metal. It's not important. Uh, the hunting knife had the stamp of a deer and a heart, yes? A sort of dagger. It's not a reference to Game of Thrones. It's a reference to something else. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> the, uh, the the silver and copper disappears if it's possible to do it subtly. I mean, roll me, roll me sleight of hand if you don't want others to see it. Okay. 22. Uh, Declare only perception. 12. <laughs> now it's kind of it's kind of dark and you're kind of more intrigued by the mushroom corpses and skeletons so you don't, you're not really paying attention to him so yeah you pocket the money excellent the hunting knife I will um, show to her though um, to who the professor or Decla uh, Decla as she's there mm-hmm. so wait, you called for the professor or um, I've asked uh, Ivana to go get the professor yeah and she's like she's just sort of nodding like yeah 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 sure 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 I sort of like turn her around and give her a gentle nudge out the cave to get her moving. Yeah, and she walks out, like, sort of... Like, dazed. Yeah, dazed. I adjust my uh, glasses slightly. Odd one, do you think this is her first rodeo? Maybe. I mean, someone who, you know, acts all tough like that, you would not expect. Like, non, you know, like, university gets, like, a town guard to accompany you on these uh, expeditions. So, even if it's not her first rodeo, she probably only ever dealt with other humans. Yeah, true. Maybe never even seen a dead body. Or that. Or she's fresh meat. You don't know. But you don't know her dead well. You just met her, like, today. Or, wait, yes, yesterday. I suppose we all have to start somewhere. Anyway, yes, um, Decla, this knife, have you seen this uh, crest before? Uh, roll. You, you can both roll for it if you want. Uh, what would it be rolling? Religion. That's a four. <laughs> oh, boy. My dice do not like me. Yeah, uh, how much did you roll? Uh, I got a 19, but I'm not specialized in it or anything. You've actually seen this symbol before. It's uh, the symbol of St. Hubert, who is a patron saint of hunters. And you actually know that symbol from uh, a party. <laughs> do I now? Where uh, a drink was being served from a bottle that had that symbol on it. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, a dagger with a saint's relief on on it is found in a shrine, question mark, tomb, question mark, of an older deity. Of the hunt. Hmm. Yeah. Like, remember, um, the corpse looked old, but the clothes on it were fresh-ish. Fresher than the other corpse. The arrow. Where did the arrow come from? And I sort of crouch down slightly as I get an itch between my shoulder blades. <laughs> okay. Concerning. Anyway, I don't think there's much else to see in here, is there? I mean, there's, um, like, you're thinking this was, uh, like, a bear cave, um, and you actually see some debris in the back of the room. Ah, uh, I go investigate that one. Yeah, it's mostly pottery shards. You're thinking, like, with your basic archaeology skills, like, this is interesting pottery, like... Capital interesting. Then again, it's archaeology. All the pottery is interesting. It's the nature of pottery. Um, however, I also know it's far beyond my expertise, so I shall call when uh, the professor arrives back with uh, Ivana, who we sent after her. Um, we will point this out. She doesn't even see the mushrooms. She doesn't even see the skeletons. She just sees the pile of broken pottery shards in the back, and like her eyes turn to stars. <laughs> See, Professor, it was worth it, wasn't it? Oh, my. Saints! <laughs> and she just rushes at it, and she's she's like, we, we gotta catalog all of this. This is so much. This is so big. This was mostly used for candle pottery, mostly for lighting the candles. And she goes on to a big spiller around it, and she's like, it's like a kid at Christmas. Like, she... After about the first five minutes of the rant, uh, I'm gonna exchange a look with Dekla, and then just leave. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'd probably follow now that I know it's safe. Oh, and look, here's a ritual blade. It was used in the noise and the, in the end, so on, and yeah, you leave. Um, we will send people in with her with, like, torches, and, like, we're not going to just leave her alone in there. But I get lectures enough at university, I don't need one while out in the field. Exactly. I am um, tapping a finger to my lips, and very strange, though. The timelines don't add up on those bodies. Maybe the mushroom drained them. Could be. Maybe this place drained them. Ooh, that's an uncomfortable thought. And I sort of hustle a bit more to get out the cave. My tail starting to flick. Okay, cool. So that means you're done with the cave? If there was nothing else I could see in there, then no. 
I mean, you didn't go search for the pottery pile, but that's okay. Um, now, um, the orb that you found on the hunter, that's simple enough to figure out. It's an orb of direction. It points north. Like, there's a... Is there a little uh, arrow engraved in it? Uh, no, there's a small uh, red dot appears on the edge of it. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, as you turn it around, it stays pointing to the north. Hmm. It's a magic item called orb of direction. You reckon the hunter probably had it? I, I will offer it to Declo for your wanderings. Hmm. Could prove useful. I hold it out to you inside two floors. Uh, I'd probably uh, take it. Good show back in there, by the way. Very, uh, uh oh, very, very good. <laughs> Just give you, a, like, a solemn nod. Thank you. Dawn does genuinely seem sincere. He doesn't seem like he's taking the piss. He's impressed. You were very quick back there, that's for sure. Ah, well, alacrity, you know, it helps in certain situations. I sort of check my fur. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit more dusty than usual, but uh, other than that, you, you got out of it uh, pretty okay. I examine uh, one claw and, like, flick a bit of dirt off of it and, like, lick my hand and then go get the lunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been long enough and the rest of the day uh, goes by uneventfully. Like, you um, pick out a section and help with the digging. Like, the professor is still in the chamber and uh, uh, the art student, Yehona, a female tiefling, uh, she's with her, you know, just sketching. And then at the end of the day, they emerge from the cave and the professor is like, you see stars in her eyes and she's just like going on and on about what she found. And there's it was an entire thing was like, it wasn't even broken. It was like this little clay whistle. And she shows you how it, I mean, it's been all documented and stuff. And now she's just showing you it's like this little rooster whistle and she's found like some pottery shards depicting the old goddess Melora of the hunt uh, with her tits out uh she, she she's just going on and on about it and there was a dull ritual blade and some ancient bones and stuff like that that uh, imply uh, animal sacrifices happened in this temple before the hunt that this cave was a sacred ground so that's it for the day if there's anything else you want to do the next day or any other day. Like, Dekla, you can help with the excavation in the front of the cave, but you don't have to. It's not required of you. Don, it is required of you. <laughs> That's fine. I'm more than happy to help out. Although, I do start taking guard shifts because something about the bodies is off and the timeline upsets me a bit. I mean, you can go check the cave again if you want. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but uh, otherwise, yeah, you take guard shifts, nothing happens it goes by uneventfully by the end of the week you've excavated enough of the earth and uh well, within the wall structures which you presume what used to be a temple sort of temple structure you actually start uncovering uh remains of a statue you've dug out a hand was it fresh no it was stone it was granite ah okay good granite and it goes down further and you uncover just a bit of a head and you're figuring there there's a whole statue under there oh yeah i will uh, definitely mock that out and the professor is ecstatic she's like oh my god oh my god do you realize what this means this means we can get additional funding this means we can return we can continue the excavation she's ecstatic i will be delighted to go back to the university for you professor and show our uh, results and request the funding so you can stay on site and make sure everything runs smoothly I mean, I, I'm, we've only had funding for a week. I have to go back anyways. But we can come back. That's the important part. We can come back. So the week passes. You descend down the mountains with uh, your findings. Some of the examples. Uh, a few pottery shards. Catalog. Dull blade. The rooster whistle. Is there anything else? Other than things that were on the actual bodies. You didn't mention anything else. No, because that's not archaeological finds. Uh huh. Needs to stay there at least another hundred years. Yeah, at least. Otherwise it's grave robbing. <laughs> Please, grave reappropriation. <laughs> well, a rogue would say that, yes. Um, the rest of the week passes more or less uneventfully, and you descend down the mountains uh, back to the village. They play, you get paid, and part ways, never to see each other again. Or are you? Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. 
If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game, game.